Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I'm going to be sharing with you today about how to have a peaceful, love-filled and fun Christmas and New Year holiday. I'm going to be sharing some tips with you because there's probably been a magical build-up over the past few weeks or even months if you have young children or you're working in the retail industry for Christmas to come. Parties and celebrations are plentiful and as one or both of you are finishing off work for the year and looking forward to family time, there is that much hoped for dream that this Christmas will be different, that it will be amazing, even better than last year. And sadly, for many families, this will not be the case as the supposed happiest time of the year often ends up being the most frustrating time of the year. In fact, it's the time where I'm most busiest for my online calls, where people just want to have a call to offload, to share what's happened, and to discuss how to change things in their marriage. So to help you have a love-filled and peaceful holiday, which is what we all want, there are a few things you can do to maximise your chances of a great Christmas and New Year holiday this year. The first one is to work as a team. Teamwork is a very important thing to remember during the holidays. Typically in a marriage, one person in the relationship tends to take responsibility for everything related to Christmas, including the presents, the social events, family organisation, activities. One person usually takes everything on because that is what they've always done from early on in the relationship. At the beginning in love, couples often do things together. And then one person takes over, which may be easy at first or may be enjoyable at first as it's new and it's exciting. But then after years pass by, as the family size increases and the demands increase, one person gets loaded organising everything and can end up feeling stressed and overwhelmed and fed up. They take charge because they know how to make sure things go smoothly and see everything on them rather than on us. This is where the seesaw effect takes over. So if you imagine that seesaw and you imagine that the person heavy doing all the work is weighing them down, they're doing everything and the other person is on the top of the seesaw and it's not balanced. The other person's high in the sky without a care in the world and the other person is weighed heavily down on the other end of the seesaw, burdened because they're doing everything themselves. And it can cause a lot of conflict in the relationship. And the more one person does, the more they continue to do, the less the other person does. And this can happen in lots of different areas of relationships, this seesaw effect, where one person is just basically doing everything. And so doing teamwork and getting into teamwork is really important. In fact, one of the biggest conflicts during the holiday season is where one person finishes work and they want to just be in holiday mode. They don't want to set their alarm, they don't want to do anything, they're quite happy watching TV all day or being on the internet all day or playing games all day and they're just happy to be in their pyjamas and just want to relax. And then the other person is in their job mode because there's so many more things to do at Christmas and the holidays 
You've got to entertain children 24-7 if you have children. There's so many people to think about, so many presents to buy and to wrap up, so many things to get ready because the shops are going to be shut, so much food to organise and food to plan because everybody wants everything at Christmas to be perfect and everybody wants all those nostalgic Christmas foods. And it can be really exhausting and it can cause a conflict if one person is in relaxed mode and one person is in job mode. So the best thing for teamwork is to really sit down and write a really long list of what needs to be done and who can do what. Whether your children can help if you've got children, whether you have any other family members that can help, what you're going to do, what your partner's going to do. And also, if it is hectic, if you have got like a massive family overload, you're going to have lots of people over, then what is going to be the easiest thing for you to get through this period? I got a leaflet through my door this morning, I thought it was really interesting. It had lots of places that deliver the turkey and the food to you on Christmas Day and other days. They had a maid service, so someone coming in to help you wrap presents, tidy up the house, clean, prepare vegetables. You can obviously ask them to help in any way, do the washing and the ironing. And I also had a leaflet for people that come and collect your washing. If you've got a lot of people staying with you, perhaps you might need some help in that way. So it's just thinking about it. You know, people spend a lot of money on Christmas presents, a lot of money on food. And what about spending a tiny amount of money on making things easier for yourself, reducing that stress, getting some help? So that's also important. So dividing the tasks in the teamwork can be really great. And what I recommend is sitting down to talk, worrying about what needs being done to be done, If your partner is doing everything, then maybe you want to sit down with them and say, look, I don't want you to be stressed this year, please give me some things to do. If you're the one that normally does everything, then start delegating. Start finding ways to relieve that stress before it comes. And write your to-do list and put your to-do list on the fridge. That can be a great thing. And then leave it there and that can be the plan for the week, the two weeks, however long you, you decide. And also it's important to make sure as part of your teamwork is to play together as a team and have a teamwork night. And by that I mean a date night or a date walk or a date day or morning together. It can also mean doing anything where you can just get that alone time and get that support time where you can reconnect. And if you're going to be with your in-laws, if you're staying with family, then maybe asking your in-laws, can you go out for a night you would like to take your husband or your wife for their Christmas present to a nice restaurant, you would like to take them out for the morning, so that you get some alone time, you get to be in each other's company and reconnect. The next one is acceptance. So the problem with to-do lists and writing things out on the fridge and and doing things like that is quite often the person that likes things to be organised, the perfectionist perhaps in the relationship, that likes things to be done in a certain way, can often end up reminding and nagging the other partner and saying when are you going to do it or can you do it this way and it's key to always remember that great saying is it more important to be right or happy and nothing is so true when it comes to to to-do lists and things getting things done there isn't really one way of doing tasks there's often so many ways of doing things so letting that perfectionism go and just really allowing each other to do what you need to do And I brought it up actually, I'm working with a lady who 
she has a tendency to want everything to be absolutely perfect. She wants to have perfect relationships with her in-laws, perfect relationships with her husband. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But yet, sometimes it's not going to happen because obviously we are going to disagree with people. We are going to get hurt. People are going to say things that maybe upset us and we can't control that. So the only thing we can control is ourselves and our own happiness and our own expectations. And what I pointed out to her was that if you are a kind of person that has, over the relationship time, ended up doing all the tasks and looking after all the things, it can be very easy to parent your partner and where you treat them like one of the children, where you tell them what to do like they are one of the children, where you don't ask for their opinion, their input, you treat them like a child. And this kills passion, definitely affects the intimacy and the connection. So one thing to maybe ask yourself is, am I parenting my partner? And it can happen both ways, it's not just women parenting men, men can also take on that parent role and boss around their, their wife like a child as well. And we want to make sure that that's not happening. If problems do arise in your relationship and you find tensions rising, then the best thing to first do is look at your own expectations. Were your expectations realistic or were they too high? Did you communicate your expectations or did you just presume that they should know what to do and what to say? If things do go from bad to worse, Try not to make any rash decisions. Simply note down what's not working and what you would like for your partner and consider discussing any issues post-Christmas when things have calmed down and when you're not in the heat at the moment. And the reason I recommend that is because on Christmas Day, if you're you British, then we really have a, a big affiliation with Boxing Day. Obviously Christmas Eve, New Year's Day, New, New Year's Eve, a lot of people want those days to be a day to remember and they do really remember them. So waiting and not bringing up things on those days can be a good thing to do because some people are really quality time people, meaningful time people and they will really, really be extra hurt if any disagreements happen on those special days. So this one is really about accepting. Accepting that we all have our own way of doing things I've had couples come to me where they've argued over the way a person cuts the carrots uneven or the onions uneven or moaned about how the presents are wrapped with too much tape or how the dishwasher is not packed correctly and they always have to redo the dishwasher after their partner. And I'm sure that, yes, the dishwasher might not be the way that you want it to be in these circumstances. And yet... Is it more important to be right or happy? Is it okay to just have the dishwasher go away where, okay, maybe you could have fit more in? Or maybe a couple of plates might come out dirty and might need to be wiped again. Does it really matter? And that's going to be far less stressful than redoing everything, feeling resentful for redoing everything, then feeling hurt that you are being picky, and this can cause a lot of arguments. And dishwasher arguments come up a lot, actually. You'd be, be surprised. So that's one thing. Because a lot of couples later share that it wasn't worth ruining the morning for, or the evening, or the whole day for. The next one is planning ahead. So obviously it's coming closer and closer to the holidays now. 
it's really important to plan ahead. Plan ahead and make things easier for you. Plan your journeys ahead, plan your stop-offs ahead, plan your refreshments ahead. Whatever you can do, just ask yourself, is there anything I can do now to help ease that situation? Especially when it comes to entertaining children, that could be really important. So I'm going to talk through planning ahead for lots of different things. So planning ahead for the Christmas lunch. So a lot of people now cut up the vegetables in advance and freeze them. So all they have to do is just chuck them in the pan. So that can be really helpful. Sometimes people get the turkey delivered, as I mentioned, and they get all the food shopping way in advance or they get the food shopping spread over time. So it might be something to, to think about. Shopping. Last minute shopping. I was reading an article the other day that said that most men do their Christmas shopping apparently on Christmas Eve and they take less than one hour. They take 10 minutes to one hour to do all of their Christmas shopping compared to women who take on average eight hours and start much earlier. So is shopping enjoyable for you or is it a stress? I cannot stand shopping to be honest with you. I only like shopping, and I'm not talking about Christmas shopping, I'm talking about shopping in general. I only like shopping if I know exactly what I want to get, and then I go to the shops, I look for this one thing, and I get, I get it, basically. I don't like to go around shops aimlessly, just seeing, oh, is there anything that I might like? I'm one of those people that just likes to, to get things done. And Christmas presents, just going around and hoping that you'll be able to find something that someone likes, I find really stressful, so I always go with a list. So looking online, getting some ideas can be a good thing to do. You can just Google gifts for men, gifts for women, gifts for children, if you're stuck for ideas, and really think about the, the gift, and really pay attention to each other when it comes to buying each other's gift. Really focus on what have they mentioned that they like, they're interested in, you know them well, and so choosing a really nice thoughtful present is really really important if you are going to give presents and even if you're not giving something small and thoughtful still goes a long way i have a lot of couples that say oh we decided not to do christmas presents this year but deep down they're really annoyed that their partner didn't get them anything so if that resonates with you or your husband or your wife then definitely get them something small at least and one thing if you are married to someone who has everything they buy everything that they want, then getting them an experience can be a really good thing. Writing a note saying, I'm going to take you here in January, or I'm going to take you here in the summer, or I'm going to take you here. Like, that's a lovely thing. Choosing a day that you're going to dedicate, you're going to give to them, or longer, and that you're going to do something really special for them. I love experiences. I think they're just so lovely. And definitely, if you're going Christmas shopping, you may want to hire a babysitter if you have children because taking children to the shopping malls can be difficult and stressful even on a good day and in the middle of Christmas shopping it can be really stressful so maybe hiring yourself a babysitter going Christmas shopping together with your husband or wife and then maybe stopping for off for a few post shopping drinks together could be a really nice thing to do and I would say with the food shopping why not order it online because often when you go to supermarkets, sometimes at Christmas, they don't have what you want. They don't have what you were planning to have. And so it can be a really great idea to 
get everything delivered right to your door, you know you're going to get what is ordered. Then another thing that you might want to think about over the holidays, and this is coming up more and more and more, and do subscribe to the show because I'm going to be creating a podcast on phone addiction, screen addiction and gaming addiction. These are going to be coming up in the new year. So if you're interested in listening to podcasts on phone addiction, gaming addiction and internet addiction, then do stay tuned. So more and more couples are coming to me and they're arguing over whether their husband or wife is on their phone, whether their children are on their iPads all the time. And so one of the ways to have a less stressful holiday is to agree what are the screen limits going to be for your holiday this year. For example, on Christmas Day you might say, we're not going to be on our phones at all until 7pm in the evening. Or we're going to have a phone-free day. We're going to have a screen-free day, computer and phone screen day. Some people love, obviously, to watch TV throughout Christmas. So maybe it's agreeing how much TV is going to be watched. And then there's rules for you. And if you have children, what are the rules for the children? And what are the rules for the dinner table? What are the rules for the family time? This can be really important because you don't want to offend anyone and you may want to do certain things yourself. So agreeing this in advance can take away a lot of stress. There's nothing worse than at the end of the day saying to each other, you were on your phone all day, I'm so annoyed, and not saying anything in the moment. So having that conversation before is going to give you a stress-free, peaceful Christmas. And for children, if you have children and you're entertaining them, of course that can be quite stressful because entertaining them 24-7 before Christmas, especially when they don't have their new games and activities, can be quite tiresome. So having a think and planning ahead what different toys you're going to get out to give them or what kind of things they can do other than just play on their iPads could be a really good thing as well. And also, what times are you going to wake up? Are you going to allow each other to have a lion? This can sometimes be the best gift you can give your husband or wife. Giving them a lion, giving them breakfast in bed, allowing them to just wake up when they want to wake up, or going for an afternoon nap. Sometimes this can be a real great gift. And you may want to decide with your children or with each other or with the in-laws if you're staying with the in-laws, what times are you going to get up? What times would you like to go to bed? So everyone knows, rather than having it be a cause of stress or tension, people staying up late or getting up early and making noise, if that's not what you want to, to happen. And basically, these ideas I'm just sharing with you is just to avoid the triggers, because I get to see these triggers in couples all the time, online and in my one-to-one sessions. And then alcohol. So adding alcohol into the mix of what can already be a stressful or emotional time for many can often lead to more blow-ups. I have had many couples come to me, sadly, over alcohol-fueled divorce threats, alcohol-fueled fights, arguments, and this can cause a lot of heartache and utter misery, really. So if you're not a good person on alcohol, if it can bring out stresses for you in the relationship, then it's best to really limit your alcohol or to avoid it. And I'm not saying obviously don't have fun and let your hair down. It's just being really mindful. And I really recommend as well not talking about the relationship when you're drinking unless you're in a a good, happy 
mood because things can often come out wrong and people can often get the, the wrong end of the stick as well when they're having an argument and that they've been drinking. The next one is to be realistic. Aiming for a completely stress-free holiday would be great in reality, but it's unrealistic. Surprises happen, holidays come with ups and downs, things burn in the oven, does for me anyway. Partners annoy us, kids fall over or get sick and end up at the doctor. Spillages can ruin the tablecloth. Someone will always be unhappy about the gift they received. And this can make or break your holidays, which will come down to your attitude. So you can either roll with the punches to be flexible when needed and remember what and who is important in your life, the family, time and fun, and just let the day-to-day -day mishaps go. Don't let them affect you. Letting go is one of the best gifts that you can give to yourself because there is always going to be little hiccups, unfortunately. And then lastly is to take a time out to help yourself when things get heated, for a few minutes, go and be alone. It actually takes 20 minutes for the body to cool down, according to experts, when you get into a rage state or into a, an angry state. So taking yourself off somewhere quiet, maybe even to the bathroom if you can't go to your, if you don't have your own room, and just going and having some peace. Sometimes for those 20 minutes, I recommend people to go for a shower, to go for a walk, to... Put, some, put on some music, to go to the shops, to go and get some milk or whatever other excuse you, you make to go and get to the shops, you've forgotten something. Anything that's just going to give you the chance to have some slow, deep breaths and really calm yourself down. And if you're the sort of person who gets angry and irritated a lot by your partner or certain guests, then it's worth considering getting some positive, relaxing and letting go hypnotherapy. This is what I create and do for my clients to help them have a peaceful, positive holiday, especially when they're staying with the in-laws. I create hypnotherapy tracks deliberately for individuals to say, I relax and let go. When people say negative things, I allow them to just pass through me. We cannot prevent risk and stress, but we can accept it. And when we accept it, we can allow it to pass straight through and let it go. And I do this session with them, and then I give this, them the recording to listen to again and again and again. So that can be useful. Also, you can go to my website, and I do have a forgive and let go hypnotherapy track. Or you can email me, nb at nicolabeer.com, and I can give you the link so you can access that. It's a really beautiful track. It's 25 minutes. It talks about relaxing, forgiving, and letting go. And that's what we all want, isn't it? Just to not let things bother us and not to feel stressed or tense. And whenever I do a tailored session for someone, I create it specifically on what they want to feel and then I allow them to listen to this again and again and again. And research shows that hypnotherapy is becoming or has been a real powerful tool in changing patterns because getting stressed, feeling anxiety, feeling depressed, feeling angry are all things that sometimes, even though we, we know we shouldn't be angry, we know we shouldn't be stressed, we can't let things go. And that's because our unconscious mind is holding on to it because it wants to protect us. 
who wants us to say, look, remember this, warning, warning. And we can end up being in these default behaviours, these default habits. And so having a hypnotherapy to get into a new habit, a new way of thinking, to feeling calmer and happier can make a huge difference. And lastly, sometimes it can just take an agreement with yourself that no matter what you're going to do, you're going to focus on enjoying yourself. And this can really help to enjoy the Christmas time. And then the other thing that is really key in keeping and having a great holiday time is to communicate your feelings. If things do get out of control and you're feeling angry or upset at your partner's attitude or behaviour, it's important to voice your feelings and concerns rather than let them fester. Many couples don't communicate the disappointment until way after the holidays and this does not give the person the chance to correct it and make it right. Don't expect your partner to be a mind reader. Instead, tell them what you would love to happen and where you need their help. It's really about expressing your desires. This is what I would love. Would you be willing to help me? Rather than being annoyed, okay, you're not helping me. So really communicating your desires, communicating your feelings, sharing how you feel before it gets into a big argument. And let's say that you get annoyed because your husband or your wife is doing everything for your in-laws and nothing for you. I've had couples argue about this 10 months later. So what you really want to do is say, I love the way you did that for them. I would love it if you could do that for us. Or let's say that you feel that you're doing all of the, the, the job, work job and you're tired and you're exhausted. Saying to them, would you be willing to do this together with me? And then let's have a drink after or let's have a piece of Christmas cake or whatever it is that you like. And incentivizing each other, treating each other well, and doing that. And often couples come to me, or individuals come to me, because they're not sure how to improve their communication. They know that one or both in their relationship are not communicating their desires, they're not communicating in a constructive way, and the way that they communicate can make things worse. And one thing you might want to do is to hire a couple therapist or a counsellor to talk about issues that you can't resolve to get either together and how to communicate or getting some communication skills for yourself. I have my audio program, my marriage makeover empowered love audio program. It's 25 audios and it covers how to have an amazing relationship, how to rebuild the connection, what you each need in order to, to feel loved how to communicate more effectively, understanding why most arguments between men and women start. And this can be a great thing to listen to when you are wanting to improve your relationship, when you can feel there's a distance between you, a coldness between you, to really transform things. And it can also put you in a real positive mood because it's a structured step-by-step -step guide, has 25 audios where I'm helping you to change your mindset in a positive way to create a positive results in your relationship in a good forward focus way because serious issues should never be pushed to the side and they should be discussed in the right place in the right time and whenever I do discuss issues in the past I say look we can identify the problems quickly to get to the solutions we don't want to stay 
in going over the problems. We want to get into these solutions. And sadly, some couples decide that's it, that they can't be together because of a stressful Christmas. So don't let that happen to you. Act now to ensure that you become one rather than two people coexisting. Whether that action is to sit down and talk about what your expectations are for the holidays on your to-do lists and your planning ahead and that might be some action that you want to take or whether you decide to go to my website and get the Forgive and Let Go hypnotherapy track and the Seven Secrets to Saving Your Marriage ebook, which can be really powerful as well. It has lots of tips and how to turn things around if your relationship is struggling at the moment. And you can also book there a free consultation with me where we can discuss ways to help you. And I can also share about my one-to-one program and any questions on the audio program that you may have. Or you might want to get the audio program for yourself for Christmas, for yourself for the holidays. It's a 25 audio set that's going to help you to boost your self-esteem, boost your confidence, tell you how to rebuild trust, create more love, become closer, and how to handle your communication and any disagreements in a different way. So I want to take this opportunity also just to say a huge heartfelt thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful for the year that we've had together in this show and I'm looking forward to an amazing 2019. I've got some great topics coming up for you as I mentioned on phone and gaming addiction, on how to make the new year the best year in your marriage and loads and loads more. And if you have any suggestions, do get in touch with me. You can get in touch with me via my website, nicolabeer.com, or email me, nb at nicolabeer.com. I'll put the link also to get the audio program with this show, in case you're interested. And I wish you an amazing, amazing time. I wish you deep love and connection, because that's what really life is about. The quality of our lives is about how much we love and how much we're loved, and how much love we allow to flow in and out of our homes. There is nothing worse than dreading going home. There is nothing worse than living in a home where there's harsh communication, or there's violence, or there's isolation, or there's numbing with food, numbing with alcohol, or numbing with something else. It's not a way to live, and I know because I unfortunately have lived it. I've had food issues for a long time. And if you've had any food issues, or you know anyone that's having food issues, then do check out my other podcast, which is Emotions and Eating with Nicola Beer. Just type in Emotions and Eating with Nicola Beer. In this podcast, I talk about how to stop binge eating, stop emotional eating, stop bulimia, which I suffered with for many, many years, and also anorexia and other eating disorders. So if you know anyone that's struggling with that, or if you can be struggle with that when you go through difficult times, then hopefully there you will also find some, some great material for you. And I have one last thing I would just like to ask. If you haven't left a rating or review, and you have found something useful this year, I would be so grateful. It would be the best Christmas present you could give me, would be to give me a rating and review, because this will help the show stay more visible and more people then can get the help that they need. Or if you don't want to leave a rating or review, perhaps just sharing the show with someone you know. Telling someone about it, spreading the word by word of mouth is also a great way to help more people. 
help more people to have those love-filled homes that we all deserve and we all desire. So have a wonderful time and I cannot wait for you to join me in the next episodes and in the 2009 really great new content I've got. Do get in touch. Lots of love. Have an awesome day ahead. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead.